0: Listen to God's Word for February twenty sixth. Today's reading is Numbers 10 and 11. May God bless this reading of His Word. Numbers 10 Then the Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver to be used for calling the congregation, and for having the camps set out. When both are sounded, The whole congregation is to assemble before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. But if only one is sounded, then the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, are to gather before you. When you sound short blasts, the camps that lie on the east side are to set out. When you sound the short blasts a second time, the camps that lie on the south side are to set out. The blasts are to signal them to set out. To convene the assembly, you are to sound long blasts, not short ones. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to sound the trumpets. This shall be a permanent statute for you and the generations to come. When you enter into battle in your land against an adversary who attacks you, sound short blasts on the trumpets, and you will be remembered before the Lord your God and saved from your enemies. And on your joyous occasions, your appointed feasts, and the beginning of each month, you are to blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, to serve as a reminder for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. On the twentieth day of the second month of the second year, the cloud was lifted from above the tabernacle of the testimony, and the Israelites set out from the wilderness of Sinai traveling from place to place until the cloud settled in the wilderness of Paran. They set out this first time according to the Lord's command through Moses. First, the divisions of the camp of Judah set out under their standard, with Noshon, son of Amminadab, in command. Nethanel, son of Zuar, was over the division of the tribe of Issachar, and Eliab, son of Helon was over the division of the tribe of Zebulun. Then the tabernacle was taken down, and the Gershonites and the Merarites set out, transporting it. Then the divisions of the camp of Reuben set out under their standard, with Elizur son of Shedir, in command. Shalumiel, son of Zerashaddai, was over the division of the tribe of Simeon, and Eliasaph, son of Duel, was over the division of the tribe of Gad. Then the Kohathites set out, transporting the holy objects. The tabernacle was to be set up before their arrival. Next, the divisions of the camp of Ephraim set out under their standard, with Elishima son of Amihud in command. Gamaliel son of Pedazar was over the division of the tribe of Manasseh, and Abidon son of Gideoni was over the division of the tribe of Benjamin. Finally, the divisions of the camp of Dan set out under their standard, serving as the rear guard for all units with Ahiezer son of Amishaddai, in command. Pagio, son of Akron, was over the division of the tribe of Asher, and Ahira, son of Enon, was over the division of the tribe of Naphtali. This was the order of march for the Israelite divisions as they set out. Then Moses said to Hobab, the son of Moses' father-in-law, Ruel the Midianite, We are setting out for the place of which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised good things to Israel. I will not go, Hobab replied. Instead, I am going back to my own land and my own people. Please do not leave us, Moses said, since you know where we should camp in the wilderness, and you can serve as our eyes. If you come with us, we will share with you whatever good things the Lord gives us. So they set out on a three-day journey from the mountain of the Lord with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord traveling ahead of them for those three days to seek a resting place for them. And the cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the Ark set out, Moses would say, Rise up, O Lord, may your enemies be scattered, may those who hate you flee before you. And when it came to rest, he would say, Return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. Numbers 11 Soon the people began to complain about their hardship in the hearing of the Lord. And when he heard them, his anger was kindled, and fire from the Lord blazed among them and consumed the outskirts of the camp. And the people cried out to Moses, and he prayed to the Lord, and the fire died down. So that place was called Taberah, because the fire of the Lord had burned among them. Meanwhile the rabble among them had a strong craving for other food, and again the Israelites wept and said, Who will feed us meat? We remember the fish we ate freely in Egypt, along with the cucumbers, melons, leeks, onions, and garlic. But now our appetite is gone. There is nothing to see but this manna. Now the manna resembled coriander seed, and its appearance was like that of gum resin. The people walked around and gathered it, ground it on a handmill or crushed it in a mortar, then boiled it in a cooking pot or shaped it into cakes. It tasted like pastry baked with fine oil. When the dew fell on the camp at night, the manna would fall with it. Then Moses heard the people of family after family weeping at the entrances to their tents, and the anger of the Lord was kindled greatly, and Moses was also displeased. So Moses asked the Lord, Why have you brought this trouble on your servant? Why have I not found favor in your sight, that you have laid upon me the burden of all these people? Did I conceive all these people? Did I give them birth, so that you should tell me, Carry them in your bosom, as a nurse carries an infant, to the land that you swore to give their fathers? Where can I get meat for all these people? FOR THEY KEEP CRYING OUT TO ME, GIVE US MEAT TO EAT. I CANNOT CARRY ALL THESE PEOPLE BY MYSELF, IT IS TOO BURDENSOME FOR ME. IF THIS IS HOW YOU ARE GOING TO TREAT ME, PLEASE KILL ME RIGHT NOW, IF I HAVE FOUND FAVOR IN YOUR EYES, AND LET ME NOT SEE MY OWN WRETCHEDNESS. THEN THE LORD SAID TO MOSES, BRING ME SEVENTY OF THE ELDERS OF ISRAEL, KNOWN TO YOU AS LEADERS AND OFFICERS OF THE PEOPLE. Bring them to the tent of meeting, and have them stand there with you. And I will come down and speak with you there, and I will take some of the spirit that is on you, and put that spirit on them. They will help you bear the burden of the people, so that you do not have to bear it by yourself. And say to the people, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow, and you will eat meat, because you have cried out in the hearing of the Lord, saying, who will feed us meat? For we were better off in Egypt. Therefore the Lord will give you meat, and you will eat. You will eat it not for one or two days, nor for five or ten or twenty days, but for a whole month, until it comes out of your nostrils and makes you nauseous, because you have rejected the Lord who is among you, and have cried out before Him, saying, Why did we ever leave Egypt? But Moses replied, Here I am among six hundred thousand men on foot. Yet you say, I will give them meat, and they will eat for a month. If all our flocks and herds were slaughtered for them, would they have enough? Or if all the fish in the sea were caught for them, would they have enough? The Lord answered Moses, Is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not my word will come to pass. So Moses went out and relayed to the people the words of the Lord, and he gathered seventy of the elders of the people and had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him, and he took some of the spirit that was on Moses and placed that spirit on the seventy elders. As the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they never did so again. Two men, however, had remained in the camp one named Eldad, and the other Medad, and the Spirit rested on them. They were among those listed, but they had not gone out to the tent, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and reported to Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, the attendant to Moses since youth, spoke up and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses replied, Are you jealous on my account? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would place His Spirit on them. Then Moses returned to the camp along with the elders of Israel. Now a wind sent by the Lord came up, drove in quail from the sea, and brought them near the camp, about two cubits above the surface of the ground, for a day's journey in every direction around the camp. All that day and night, and all the next day, the people stayed up gathering the quail. No one gathered less than ten homers, and they spread them out all around the camp. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed, the anger of the Lord burned against the people, and the Lord struck them with a severe plague. So they called that place Kibrath-Hate'eva, because there they buried the people who had craved other food. From Kibrath-Hate'eva, the people moved on to Hazirath, where they remained for some time. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.